tonight's show. We have singer, actor, and creative director, Amira Valentine. And now for your host, Cool Park. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Kicking It With Cool Card Show. I am your host, Cool Card. This is episode 190, y'all. We're we running the numbers up. Episode 190. Last week, I had uh, Nadira Panky. Uh, she's a writer, director. She's an actress. She has a new movie out on Tubi right now called Gerald's Hand. Um, it tackles autism, bullying, um, what is it, domestic violence, all types of stuff. Make sure you go check it out. It's it's free on Tubi, streaming right now. And it's a very good movie. It's about two hours long, but it doesn't feel like it. So that's my test right there. If a movie is very long, but it doesn't feel like it, it's probably good. It drew me in. So y'all check it out. That's episode 189. That's streaming right now on the channel. Show some love. If this is your first time tuning in, I invite you to subscribe. Show your boy some love and share the love with other, pe other people because I do this for you. I can't do it without you. <laughs> Just want to give you all the value. I bring great people on here. They share their stories, their background, their journeys, trials, tribulations, all of their successes, all that good stuff. It's all for you, all right? I'm providing you value, free of charge, man. I'm just trying to do my part in the <laughs> ecosystem. But tonight, episode 190, I got Amin Ra, Bam Bam, Valentine, singer, actor, choreographer, creative director, and many more hats. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk to this guy. He's doing great things right now. I think he's about to go on tour. All types of stuff, man. This dude is doing his thing. And let's get into it. I'll let you. I'll let him tell you what he got going on. Let's go, y'all. There you go. What's up, Bam Bam? <laughs> What's going on, brother? What's going on? Thank you for uh, having me. Uh, no doubt. No doubt, man. You're doing so much. Had to have you come Thank on you. and talk about it. You know what I mean? You're doing yeah, your thing. Yeah. You moving, man. You, you know, you, hey, man, you mixing and mingling. You're really out there getting it, you know? And it, it's, it's uh, the industry's tough. So for you to be so involved in so many things, like, that's a blessing. You know what I mean? Yes, so, yes, yes. Absolutely. People, it, it's a grind. It's a hustle. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> grind don't stop. Yeah, it doesn't. Grind don't stop. I've been there, so I know. So mm -hmm. yeah, good thing. Check this out. I do start every show with a prayer. Are you okay with that? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this moment in time. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for this platform. That we're able to come on here and speak so eloquently about our lives. Our journeys, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and be transparent. Just thank you for Amin Rob being able to come on here, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and just share his his story, share his journey, share his passions, his dreams, his aspirations, and desires, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and successes. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for the food on our table, clothes on our back. We thank you for all the little things we may overlook at times. Lord Jesus, you know our heart. Lord Jesus, we just pray and ask that you carry us in this interview. You carry us in this conversation because that's what it is. Lord Jesus, we just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. We thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Yes, brother. 
Yes, bro. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Talk. Let's go. That's what we're here for. So listen, man, I like to humanize the conversation. All right. So this ain't Please. all about the glitz and the glamour. We're going to get there. We know what you do because I advertise it. You advertise it, right? People know what you do. Mm. I want to know you. I want to know what you're passionate about outside of singing, acting, choreography, and all that. Like, let's get to know you so we can find out where you came from. You ain't got to get too personal because I don't ask personal stuff. This ain't no gossip interview. You know what I'm saying? But I do like to be transparent so we can kind of understand how you got to where you are right now and where you're going. Cool with you? Okay. It's wonderful. It's actually yeah. wonderful. Let's get it, man. Let's I get it. I prefer it. it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, so what are you passionate about outside of the arts that kind of leads you back into the arts? Let's, let's go right there. Uh, I'm passionate about family. I'm passionate about growth, self-growth, understanding uh, uh, progression in life, spirituality and understanding why things are the way they are. I'm passionate about loving the moment I'm in. I, I lived my life so much for the future and denied the past that now I'm living so much in the moment where uh, things that I held dear to myself are kind of trivial to me now. And I'm just loving the skin I'm in, loving the breath I take and loving the people around me. And the more love I give, the more I give back. So um, it's a great question. Actually, you know, I'm living in the isness. <laughs> I love it. But right now, so um, everything is beautiful. Even the even the hard parts are beautiful because I'm learning to take things as not failures, but life lessons. And what's another scar to a warrior? So absolutely, you know, absolutely, I love it. Yeah, so I love that answer, brother. Because <laughs> like it's almost like I'm parallel for real. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mm -hmm. like to take people's like like your journey and stuff like that and try to compare what I'm doing and all that. But like it's just speaking to me because I felt you so much when you said, you know, in your younger in your younger years, you're, you're chasing these dreams, you're chasing these goals, and it's all about the future mm -hmm. and what's next. And I'm hustling, trying to get it, trying to get it, trying to get it. And you're not even yes. living in the now. Like you, you letting everything that's right here in front of you pass you by. You're not even enjoying what you have right now. You know what I'm saying? Travel the travel the world three times over. I'm in Australia, living tomorrow today, but I'm thinking about what's going on back at home instead of being in Hawaii or being in Australia or being in yes. London. And I was never in the moment, and I'm living somebody else's dream to where it's like, what happened? It was just another day, another dollar to me. Or another day and another job to me, to where it's like, dude, you do things people can only imagine and dream of dreaming of. Yep. So now this part of my life, I mean, it, it couldn't happen any other way. It couldn't happen at any other time. So I'm going to make sure I utilize and I maximize on the now. Yeah. That's where I am with it. So loving family, loving people. It's just yeah. wonderful. The, so life is slow. I'm not going to say in a sense, slowed down for you because now you're processing the now. Life hasn't slowed down because you're still active in what you're doing. But as far as just processing the now, it's like, man, you can look around and like really appreciate where you are, appreciate who's in your life, appreciate, you know, the moment, right? Mm -hmm. I'm more, and, and the older you get, the more you learn how to control time. That's one thing that won't stop. Right. And we sometimes we run from time or sometimes we chase time. Mm -hmm. but the thing is, 
Time is the only factor that's going to keep moving. and It doesn't really stand still. So if you know how to control it and utilize the most out of time, you can control time. Yeah, absolutely. Way more so, valuable than money, man. You, you know, I'm I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm it, working it, on it, that. It, it's it's way more valuable than money because if you don't have the time, what you what are you doing with the money? Yes, and I put and that got put in perspective with me when I had my sons. Um, but the thing is, when you live the kind of lifestyle to where you're chasing the dollar and money is everything, you have to learn to stop being a slave to it because the more I got, the more I wanted. And the thing is, it becomes a black hole to where I think I want a certain amount of money, but I'll get that certain amount of money. And then when I get it, I'm like, I want that much more. But I'm like, hold on, two years ago, I was trying to get where I am now. So the gift and the curses, the gift is it keeps you motivated to move forward. But the curses, you never get a chance to enjoy that yeah. the fact that two years ago you was trying to be here. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a quote out there that says, like, you know, you're you're living what you used to pray for. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That is a fact. You know what that I'm saying? You very used to much pray. Like some people used to cry. Some people used to, you know, so much you sacrifice to get to where you are right now and you're overlooking it for what's next. So many people, mm -hmm. so many people do that, man. I used to do it. I used to do it too. And it's just like, you know, you 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 learn and you grow and it's like you really appreciate, like, wow. I did used to pray for this and now it may seem mundane and I want the next thing, but you really have to understand that you're, you, you, you're worthy. You were worthy enough to get what you got now. So you got to really mm -hmm. appreciate that. You really got to thank God. Like there's people out there that will die to be in the position that you're in. And you know, to some people mm -hmm. it may be that, Oh, you really aren't where you, where they want to be. Cause you know, a lot of people chase the fame, right? The fame, but what, all perspectives. It, Right, it's all perspective. What is fame? What is success? You know, you can mm -hmm. say success is traveling the world, doing what you want to do, but everybody might not know my name. But I'm successful, and I got money, and I'm feeding my family, and I'm taking care of my responsibilities. That's success. Yes, people want that. Yes, fame. but guess what? There's famous people out there that have the name, don't have no money. Don't have any money. Have so no it money. depends on. I tell people because I mentor a lot of people now, and I tell people that everything you do, you have to get back. To what is your why? Yep. What's your why? It gets a little distracted, a little convoluted. It gets a little blurry in the midst of trying to chase your destination. You forget your why. You right. forget your reason for even wanting to do it because things change, life changes. Yeah. But if you keep a good focus on your why to put everything in perspective and make the blurry and, and, and move the clouds out the way and make things a lot more clear, right. a lot more clear. So yeah. I keep a, a fixed focus on my why. Absolutely. You have to, especially in arts and entertainment, because the praise is so magnified. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's a large magnitude of praise that you can lose yourself in that. You know what I'm saying? You really. Yes. Yeah. Th it, thanks to the foundations of family and the morals bestowed upon you from the people that came before you and your OGs and your aunts and uncles and, and how they implement morals and guidelines into you to help you appreciate things yeah. so those kind of things come from the people around you and i'm very thankful to the circle of family and friends that i have around me to keep me grounded my own faults came mostly from my own stubbornness mm -hmm. my own stubbornness for for success or what i thought a man's success was or what i thought a man's role in life was was my own stubbornness but i never didn't have 
uh, a good foundation on what it was. And you'd be surprised indirectly how that foundation helps you through the bad times. And I, it was helped me at times where I didn't think I had the answer, but indirectly I had the answer embedded in me from years ago <laughs> through the taunts and the tutelage from my family and friends. Yeah, you just had to get past yeah. pride and stubbornness. You know what I'm saying? Basically. Cloud, cloud your vision, man. Cloud your vision. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, very much so. Yes, indeed. You had to get up off yourself. You know what I mean? Because a lot of that pride mm -hmm. is like me. I'm doing me. I'm doing this. You know, so yeah, you, you get it. Yeah, man. With, with, me, with me, a lot of it was more of a trauma response. Okay. The trauma response is I was running from failure mm. and the thing is like i used to have a reoccurring dream where i was always running and i never knew what i was running from and when i finally sat down and realized and i impacted with my family with my father uh he told me i was running from time because i started this business a little bit sooner i didn't get a chance to chase the passion and the love for it it was my job for most of my life so when people sit there and say, oh, man, you're living the dream and you're loving what you do. No, the 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 the, the genesis on how I got to it was kind of like a little bit traumatic, a little bit traumatic. My career started a little bit traumatic because I had to move out of my house from early and it was either a fork in the road, go left or right. You pursue your career or you take another life way, which would have taken you completely a different thing. Right. So it was like, OK, right now I'm dancing for fun but I can make money from it. So I either make it all I do or go this other direction. I made it all I did. So I never had a chance to really love it and enjoy it and appreciate it as a passion. It yeah. was more of a job. Right. So I was always running from the failure of not having anybody with me or living on my own as a kid, as a 16 year old, moving around New York and moving around the world, trying to chase a dream in this business to right. where there's no steady check and there's no guarantees. So then you run from failure. There's no blanket. Right. Yeah. It's always so. looking for the next thing because you, ha you have to look for the next thing or you don't. You have to. You right. have to. Yeah. So no I'm enjoying the love now. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I get it, man. It's, you know, when, yeah. when it's a, you know, either you get it or you don't and you don't eat. There's no time for that, that, uh, that inner development of appreciation or that. Or or, to, or even time for just to like love yourself. You're like a machine. Entertainers right. have the best. Have, no, excuse me. Entertainers have the worst sleeping habits, the Absolutely. worst eating habits. Absolutely. The worst relationship habits. <laughs> and it comes with a price. It comes the glitz and the glamour. It comes with a price. And the person that your family and your loved ones always take a hit and you have to come with complete and utter understanding for the lifestyle that you have that's why i said a good foundation even though i didn't uh i didn't lean on my foundation and my own ego and pride made me want to do it for myself mm -hmm. it was good to at least know at the back of my head i had it there yeah yeah and you came back to it i came back to it came now to it. yes yeah. yeah you have to yeah. eventually or you 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 know, crumble man you have to. Yeah, listen. <laughs> it was a lot of storms before I came to this sunlight. There's a lot of storms. Yes, For real. Yes, 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 yes. But you're here now. You're here now. So let's let's mm -hmm. talk about let's talk about your single, Remember Me. 
So you had <laughs> you had you had the album uh, Fineo, right? Fineo is more of an EP. It wasn't a full album. It was okay. six songs, which right. is an EP. And Remember Me was a standalone single. Um, Remember Me is not on the EP. The EP was Fineo. Fineo stands for F I N A O stands for failure is not an option. Okay. That's how I lived my life, and that was what drove my life. Um, still great music on there, but being an independent artist, if you didn't have bank or the money to push it, a lot of things go unheard of or unseen. So right. Remember Me was the single that actually came after it. Shout out to K-Quick and Devo D, my team of my co-writer and my producer. We put that together, and yeah, it came out to a fact where finally I had the kind of music that I was comfortable enough to just press play. I didn't have to explain it. I didn't have to give you a whole dissertation, a whole monologue of what the song meant, what you need to listen for. Certain times when you have just good music, you just got to press play. Got to play it. Yeah, it's going to speak for itself. <laughs> yeah, I've always believed That's that. It. You got to explain it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you don't want to hear it? Yeah, you don't want to hear it. If I gotta... Right. You got to explain, was... explain it to me. I don't want to hear it. Just play it. Yeah, just play it. Just hit play. Absolutely. So. So, so when you may remember me, was this at a time where you had kind of transitioned over into like understanding yourself, understanding I need to get back to my roots or you was kind of segue? Well, uh, remember me came at a time where it was like, what's next? I had music. So, you know, getting in my background, it's, a, it's like kind of a long story because I started as a dancer. I went from dancing to choreography, from choreography to singing, from singing to acting, acting, to directing and creative directing. So there was levels to it. So what happened was um, the best thing that ever happened to me in my, my, my career was my injury from dance because it taught me that you have to learn how to pivot. Yeah. And then you can't do anything forever. And if you don't have the even ideal to pivot, you'll sink and drown. Thanks. So um, remember me came after the after Fineo. Fineo was the was the was the EP and remember me came like what's next? They're like the Fineo did well. It was well received in every way, shape, or form. But the thing is, as an artist, as an independent artist with no major backing and no major label, Everybody can have a great song. Everybody can have a great EP and a great album, but it's always about the follow-up. So after I had the EP, shot the music videos, performed all over the world with the songs, um, what's next? Oh, now you're going to remember me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what kind of legacy am I going to leave? Right. I can come and go and anybody can come and go, but you're going to definitely remember me. <laughs> right. Definitely. Yeah. So um, now, Fineo, is that when you did I, I Love the 90s tour? Ah! Okay, so it kind of bled in between it because the I Love the 90s tour, it came um, as an accident. So what happened was I do creative directing and choreography for a lot of artists. Okay. So I was asked a few years back to uh, kind of reinvent and upgrade Salt and Pepper's stage show. Okay. So which was a blessing because it got a chance, got me a chance as a young younger guy to understand and appreciate what real artistry is. So being on tours with some of the legends like uh, Salt and Pepper, Naughty by Nature, Karis One, you're seeing people like Houdini performed, like Dougie Fresh, Big Daddy Kane, like you're being L Cool J, being around these legends yeah. gave me a different perspective in my life because I've worked with all the artists. But the thing is, you never get a chance to see what happens next. And what happens next for artistry to where it can be your lifestyle for 20 years plus 
which every artist aspires to, I got a chance to taste that with salt and pepper. So what happened was we was a show for salt and pepper and because I'm choreographing and they never went to their sound check. I was always doing their sound check for them, but the tour manager knew I sang and was an artist and, uh, color me bad missed their flight. They had a show and, uh, we went from Texas to Huntsville, Alabama. So, um, shout out to Oprah Winfrey. She put everybody else's flights were grounded, but the thing is only things that can fly were private jets. So Oprah Winfrey put salt and pepper on her private jet for them to get there. But a lot of artists that were coming from the last location didn't make it. So what happened was um, Color Me Bad didn't make it. So I'm sitting there doing a sound check, sound check for Huntsville, Alabama, 20,000 seater. And I'm just doing it like whatever. And the tour manager comes up with, uh, I guess, the promoter of the show. And he's like, yo, Ra, I know you're doing artistry, but um, can you come in 15 minutes? I'm on a tour as a choreographer and a dancer, so I'm ready to do my moves. Me doing sound check is just because the girls won't go. I do like creative directing. I make sure they're good. Yeah. He just asked me, "Are you have music? Yes. I need you to be able to cover 15 minutes. Color me back here and show up. Okay. Dope. And then from then in there, <laughs> I'm opening shows. I went from a dancer to opening shows. And it's That's like, crazy. I yeah, I didn't want I had like I was I've been done with dancing. I was doing the music thing, but I couldn't switch over to music until I was able to pay my bills yeah. like choreography and dancing was. So Salt and Pepper came up at a time where it helped. And that was supposed to be my last job. They were they were an older crowd. They were uh, um, a different demographic than what I was going for. So I didn't mind dancing for them. Because I wasn't dancing anymore. I was just choreographing. But I was like, I'll I'll do salt and pepper on the weekends, get the money and that the next thing you know, I'm opening up for the tour. Wow. That's crazy. Off a fact that somebody missed their flight. I performed the show. You can see it on my Instagram and on my YouTube. And I rocked the crowd with no single, no music. Nobody knew who I was. I had music, but it wasn't on the mainstream to where everybody knows. And yeah. I rocked that crowd like I was a headliner. I mean, you got a chance to take it. You better knock it out the park. I was about ready. to curse. I can't curse. Yeah. I can't curse. Do, 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 do you. But you, yeah, you gotta be ready when opportunity arises, yes. man. Like, wow, look yeah. at God, that's crazy, man. I love, it. I love. So you it. stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. Exactly. So when you go to my YouTube, yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect it. I didn't prepare. I had no practice. When he told me, I said yes. I told the other dancer, "Yo, take a mic, jump on stage with me, and just hype me up." And that's wow. what we did. No practice, no nothing. And then as soon as I finished the first song and I killed it. I said, Huntsville, Alabama, make some noise. That's what I knew this was for me. I was addicted. Oh, That's I was addicted. Y'all screaming for me. How many days did you get I, to do? I did like four dates. I got a chance to do like four dates. But for somebody that wasn't supposed to do any dates, that right. was glorious. Yeah. That was one glorious. One would have been it. You know what I'm saying? Like, one would have been it. Up. That was a story for one, but I'm doing more. So when I stopped dancing and they got the other dancers, because I didn't really want to do this forever, the, the tour manager was like, any show that you can fly yourself to, you open it. So as a new artist and an independent artist, that's just how you do it. That's the grind. Yeah. You have to make it work. So any tour that I can drive to or fly to that was locally on my own and pay for my own, I'm opening. You can't pay for that kind of promotion. Nah, so it wasn't about the money, but it was about being in front of those kind of audiences to get my chops right because yeah. I spent my whole life preparing artists to be in front of those artists 
I mean, be in front of audiences. Why can't I? Exactly. God is amazing. Well, they, they, is amazing. They, there's a term. There's a term. Sharks are born swimming. There's yeah. no time to get ready. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got to prepare to be a shark. Right. You're born swimming. Right. So. Yeah. Man, yeah, I saw, I saw the, I saw the video. That's dope. Didn't know so, first. So, so the backstory, the backstory, <laughs> so the backstory was there was no practice, there was no nothing, and I rocked it out. And all I saw was like the first four rows. I even jumped in the crowd. I had to be like, listen, y'all was going, y'all was going to love it because they didn't know who I was. I didn't know how they was going to be receptive to it. I jumped in the crowd. They started screaming for me like I was MC Ham or something like that. And I, from then and there, I was like. I made the right decision. I, it wasn't a waste of time. It wasn't a waste of life. It wasn't a waste of practicing. Yeah. It, it, it led me up to this point. Shout out to Jimmy Maynus. Uh, he's the one that was a tour manager at the time that gave me that shot, and I'll never forget that from him. Shout out to him. Thank you. Shout out to him, man. That That's like once in a lifetime. Stuff like that don't happen. You know what I'm saying? It don't happen. It doesn't happen. So. Wow. Yo, let's jump to Remember Me. Let's show the video. Let's, 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 oh. let's see what you do. How about that? Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Remember me, y'all. This is Aman Rob. Bam Bam Valentine. Remember me. I think right, man. I think right. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Shout out to everybody that helped me with the video. Shout out to Sessionator Travis. Shout out to Pretty Big Movement. Shout out to uh, K Quick and Devo. Um, as you see with that video, it was a day in the life of an artist. So. It was supposed to be relatable and it's actually making fun of artistry. That's what I'm kind of doing with my artistry. I'm making light of what people take too serious. So in the video, you see the person in the booth, which is me. Um, every artist is never satisfied with his work. So they're always trying to fix things and make it a little better and make it a little better. And by the time the song comes out, the shit is already old. Like you done <laughs> fixed the fixable. So it started out with me being like that kind of artist and then my boy so the one with the red locks is the co-writer the producer was the producer and um that was just a day in the life of a studio of overdoing a song the song's been done but you want to go back and fix this and tweak that and right. then you'll over tweak it so what happens is i'm branching my singing because i directed that video as well being doing on directing um I wanted people to feel a day in the life how artists treat things. So the artist has a schedule they have to keep. If it's two to two to three, they're in uh, vocal. Three to four, they're in the gym. Four to six, they're in um, they're in the studio. Six to eight, they're in dance studio. That's the day in the life of an artist. So what happens is in the day in the life of an artist, we're always late. We're always late to everything we do. <laughs> like we care. We have zero f's about what it is. So when I'm sitting there in my singing mode. Um, there, uh, there. I'm my video calls me, and I'm late to my own video because I didn't even know my own video was happening. So the whole video was me getting to my music video. Right. But what happens is, if I told him I'm gonna be in there 20 minutes at 10 a.m., I don't get there till 10 p.m. So all of these things I'm doing during the day is how artists treat something when everybody else is working, and you right. got to get there. So you're gonna remember me. It was fun. It wasn't meant to be a storyline. It was just meant to be that not everybody has the money that you think they have. Some people right. have a financial back there. Some people have a sugar daddy. So I, I put my boy, shout out to um, shout out to my boy Bruce, Big Bruce. Um, I put him in the video to be what he is. He's a money dude. So <laughs> I'm sitting there saying, like, I'm running out of budget. Usually the guy behind the camera or somebody's complaining. I don't got right. the money to afford all of this. He threw a stack on me and said, shut up, keep it going. 
it's just to give the or the average person a look behind the curtain. Everybody thinks it is what it is. Everybody thinks artists have money. They think artists are really on these yachts. They think artists are really in these Lamborghinis. No, those things are rented. Those things are paid for by somebody else. Yeah. And it's kind of funny to poke fun of it and, and let people see the realism of it. And people will appreciate you more and realize that, yeah, you're an artist. You got all of this. But it's, it's don't take things too serious. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it was. You know what I mean? The fun factor. Yeah. Remember me. Yeah, that's thank dope. you. Are you gonna follow this up with a with another EP or album? Ah, are we ready to have those kind of conversations? Right now? <laughs> I mean, you tell me. Um, where, where we at? Where we at with it? I I I love music, and I love the art of being able to do it. But the thing is, there's no dancing retirement fund. So when I got hurt, I had to find ways to pivot and use my other talents to pay my bills. Got you. Music is not really doing very well right now. Got you. And I'm going to say that for everybody. Don't get it twisted. Understood. Unless you have a billion streams, you're not making any real money to sustain your career. And one thing that the pandemic exposed was these artists don't have the money you think they do. Absolutely. Hence why you see major artists on OnlyFans. Hence why you see major artists doing endorsement deals or doing whatever it takes to maintain these 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 illustrious lifestyle that you live and that you think you have, that you have to work to eat. There's no yeah. such thing as a comfortability because as soon as the world shut down, you were broke. And yeah. you had to sell these yachts, sell these cars, sell yeah. these houses, and them light bills come up. Yeah. Those car notes come up. And if you don't have the money to sustain it, like most of the artists didn't have, you were exposed. And see, and you were exposed. See, I, I hope people really understand what you're saying because <laughs> they, they need to understand this. The person that's buying the music or streaming the music, right? They're loving this artist, right? They get up and they go to work in the morning. Why? Because they got bills, right? They got, they got to support mm -hmm. themselves. Well, guess what now? A lot of these artists are slaves to doing shows. They don't have a choice. They have to go do a show. Like they have they need, to. Now they can't pay their bills. But they they set they set aside the facade of the lifestyle makes them set aside a lifestyle that they can't maintain. Yeah. Yeah. That house you got, that thirty bedroom house, or that acres of land that you got to flash and flam for in the grand and to show people that you're really successful, you really didn't need it and you really couldn't afford it, so you had to work for it. Yeah. So when things shut down, if you didn't have the right investments or you didn't have the right backing and you didn't own the the right amount of land or have the right associations, you was going broke. Absolutely. So yep. in music, it, it was it's it, I can't sustain without having either a sugar daddy, a sugar mama or a label or a drug dealing homeboy that's going to back me. Yep. Make no mistake. These artists don't have the money you think they have. A lot of that jewelry is rented. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, if this is your way of paying bills, once again, you have to pivot on your talents. That's where the acting came in. The choreography stayed there, but I pushed it to the background because I wanted to pursue my singing. And people wouldn't take me serious if I was still dancing behind other artists and then singing. That's why I stopped dancing, because you had to take me serious as a singer. So I would stay in the background, I'd choreograph and be behind the scenes. So I'd come out as a new face. So when I was dancing with Salt and Pepper, they, it was still a new face because nobody would know me 
in those crowds, those older crowds. They that wasn't my demographic because I'm a younger dude. So I didn't mind dancing for them for the money to be able to pay for music. So now I'm doing music. Music is what it is, and I had to pivot over to my acting. I was always having acting within everything I was doing, but I made that everything I could because I was doing well at it, paying bills. But guess what happens? We're on strike. <laughs> Sad goes yes. on strike. Yes. So now I pivot back to my artist development. I pivot back to my directing. I pivot back to getting stage shows and things ready. So I will never not have. The yeah. key today, kids, is learning to pivot. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And you said you were out in Texas. I don't know if I could talk about that. Well, no, 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 no. I was in Texas working with a new artist. Shout out to the new artist, Rocco Lupo. He was uh, scheduled to go on the Scream tour. So I was kind of creative directing for him. I was getting his stage show ready. I shot his music video that you can see um, a clip of it online. It's not officially out, but shot his music video, his stage show, getting everything ready for him. It's beyond just dancing and choreographing for artists now. I creatively direct. So okay. I, I'll, get, I'll pick the songs for you. I kind of A&R the situation. I get you visually ready. I get your dances ready. I shoot your music video. That's what we do. Yeah. So there's six different checks that come to one person. So I go to these record labels now, and the job of six people I do by myself. I have uh, access to the best dancers, the best singers, the best producers, the best writers, the best cinematographers, videographers. It's a one-stop shop. So when you come to see me, I'm saving you money. It's yeah, just I you got to pay my rate. They would definitely, they would definitely would would rather work with one person, you know, than six. Yeah, than six. Yeah, exactly. Because the money's all over the place, and everybody's demanding this, and everybody's demanding that. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. dope. Never true words. Never true words. So that's what I was doing in Texas. I just came back. I sounded a little stuffy because I was overworking myself between Texas coming back and then shooting a TV show that I'm shooting pilot for a TV show right now because I'm directing and acting in that. Shout out to uh, Travis and Sessions. It's called The Jerk Series. We're in episode three as we speak, and then we're going to do two more episodes. Yeah, so those are things that we have going on right now to where I keep working. Like, I can never stop. So when you have a good amount of talent, checks will never stop coming. Do not think if if you don't have the right amount of talent that you'll never be able to make money. Never let anybody tell you that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Get some rest, though, man. Don't break. Don't break I Yeah. Down. No, I broke down. No, that's why I sound like this. I'm nursing myself back to health. I was okay. on. I was bedridden for days, couch ridden for days. I got my tea right here. I'm back to I'm back to health. I was like, I'm not going to miss this interview for nobody. I had to come out, show love to my family. Yes. It's a beautiful platform you got there, and I'm appreciative that you have me on it. So I got to show up and show out with the most energy possible. I'm actually good now. A little stuffy, but I'm good now. Okay. Okay. Let's chat. Let's talk. But but after this, get you some rest, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm sure I will be getting a phone call from Atlanta, Georgia, telling me why aren't you laying down. I'm sure I won't be getting a phone call from Atlanta, Georgia, telling me why aren't you laying down. So. Yo, speaking of Atlanta, Georgia, I saw um, I saw a clip of you in a in a film. I don't know what it was, but you were working with my homeboy Jake. You know Jake. Jake. Flip it. He resells shoes. You know yeah, yeah, about? yeah. So was it Bama Girl? Was it the one Bama Girl where I, I played think it the? Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Shout out to everybody with that for the Bama Girl. It was a film I did in Atlanta that um, independent film. I think it might be coming on Tubia situation. Shout out to the whole cast of Bama Girl. And yeah, I got a chance to to work out there. Atlanta's where you go to get your chops together. Atlanta's where you go to get your resume up. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking about moving out there soon too because New York is wilding. Well, hit me. So up. I'm making. I'm out here. I'm out here. Oh, you out in the you yeah. out in the A? Yeah. Oh, so I am setting my flight to come to Atlanta in the next week, and I will stay out there for August for peace of mind. If you ever live in New York or you're from New York, you know that if you don't get out and get an escape, you will drive yourself crazy. I got family and people close to me and people dear to me in Atlanta, but I'm going to go out there in the next week and a half and just decompress. Brother. If you calling me for for work, anybody, I'll be in Atlanta. I'll fly from Atlanta to you. <laughs> I, I used to live in New York for six years. So in, you get it. City. Yo, can't do it no more. <laughs> no peace of mind. I'm all about energy and the energy swirling. I can't yeah, do it I, I couldn't find I just peace. started I started grounding. I started just looking at stars. I started just breathing in wonderful air, enjoying grass, enjoying the greenery. Shout out to the people out there that take care of me, my loved ones, my family, my friends, everybody out there that takes care of me. I got, I'm on my natural, I got my beads, I got my energy going. I can shout out to the company that's supplying yeah. me with this, custom made. I'm just in a whole different kick and, and Atlanta's where I'm getting it at. And I'm going out there, even though I'm still trying to work, but peace of mind, that's where you gotta go. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, let me know when you out. I'm here. See, I didn't know you was there, so now I'm definitely going to hit you up. <laughs> was, my birth, my birthday is in August 13th, and then my brother is the 7th. So they're going to have a little gathering out there, a little family and friends. So I'm going to let you know so you can come through. Yeah, so we're going to run a lot of around. Jake, too. I don't know if you keep in touch with him or not. But... Yeah, yeah. As soon as I get there, I'm hitting him up. Because okay. they always got something going on. So, I'm, of course, I'm going to do the acting thing. We're on strike right now as SAG members. We're on strike. But the thing is, we can still do independent films. And we can still do music videos and, like, certain kind of television shows and commercials. So, it's, it's, it's a little bit of wiggle room. But I'm going to be out there, like, always available. But I'll be able to relax in between time. Okay. We're going to run your reel mm -hmm. real quick. How about that? Oh, the acting room? <laughs> yeah, we're going to run the acting room. I chopped it down a little bit, shortened it a little bit. But we're okay. Like, you know, okay. We, we got to okay. you. That's what you hear. Okay. Right? Knocking it out with cool things. Yeah, they do their due diligence. They do their homework. Yes, sir. Let's go. All right. Here we go. We have to wrap it up. You put me on blast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to add the scenes to Bama Girl. So the, the thing, I have to add the clips. But right now, my agent just told me that nobody, um, the, the reels now are good, but now these agencies want just the clips. So if it's an action clip, just the clip. So you've seen the clips that I sent you? Usually it would be a reel like that. Now yeah. it's just going to be clipped down. So in Bama Girl, I played uh, uh, a trafficker, which is she was hitting, shout out to Lynn, she's hitting up uh, the stories of what's going on in Atlanta trafficking. That was serious. I didn't know it was that bad out there. So yeah. the movie catered around that. I played a trafficker from Miami who handled high-end situations and this was before anything else came out she killed that and if anybody needs a drug dealer and all that those kind of scenes my agent will push specifically those the thug scenes will be specifically those the cop scenes specifically those and there's no more reels anymore for, for actors that are trying to work worrying about getting their reel together it's clips it's clipped out okay scenes shout out to Tara the, the girl that you see in most of the clips uh, it was called a day and night series. That's why I was playing one of the main characters in that. And uh, out in Atlanta, um, I I think his name is James Boyd. He was the um, acting coach I'm working with out there. Yeah. Shout out to Nia, my own girl Nia. 
she she hooked me up with him. A lot of people out there that are looking out for my, my best interest. So, That's you know, cool. it works. I, it how works. Did you, how did you get involved with the Bama? Um. Oh, that's a great question. Shout out to B. Jones. My boy B. Jones is out there in Atlanta. He worked at Violator. He worked with uh, uh, Love and Hip Hop. He's a behind the scenes dude. So it's about who you know. And I told him I was out here uh, earlier in the year. I was out there in Atlanta just to pursue acting. So I was calling all my connections, like hook me up with people. Anybody you know that has, has things going on. And he said, I have somebody that's filming right now. Uh, and he introduced and I jumped in. She saw my reel. She saw what I can do. And put me in as that. She has more things coming up. So when I get there, she's going to be one of the first numbers I call. That's dope. So, and my brother's actually out there. Okay, yes, and my brother's you. actually, he, yeah, my brother's out there. He's actually a writer on BMF. I'm so okay. proud of him. Yeah, but oh, the writer's man. strike. With the writer's strike, yes. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was like, it's like we, we're on hiatus. We're playing double dutch. Like, what's going on? Are we ready? <laughs> right. I didn't think so. Atlanta's where I'm going to be. For the month of August, I'm, I'm, I just decided to go out there today. So it's funny that you're out there. So I'm definitely gonna call you up. Yeah, man, you gotta make that move too, man. Come out here and get this. <laughs> That's how they all talk to me. They's like, "Yo, just move, dude. Stop move, acting like bro. you don't want to do it." Between Mia, my brother, my cousin, my I mom, mean, everybody's the film like, "Industry is out here." Yes, but I, I just need I need to be able to make the money in Atlanta that I make in New York. Yeah, true. The currency is different. <laughs> the, the money I make, I the money I make in New York. If I can make that money in Atlanta, it would be much better. But the yeah. thing is, the cost of living is lower in Atlanta, so I can have a house for what I pay for in New York. So I'm right now I'm in in between making life decisions. <laughs> it's leaning to Atlanta. It's it's, you, it's you leaning know, to Atlanta. God works. God works. In yes. Atlanta. I ain't gonna say my <laughs> God works. Yes. So you might come out yes. in the month of August. Something falls in your lap and it makes sense. And then boom, there you go. And then I'm there. And then look, I'm there. Look how he took care of you on that tour. Yes. I'm yes. I'm just just to go with the flow. I've learned right. to just go with the flow. Exactly. You don't know how it's going to happen, I, but I believe it's going to happen. You'll probably be out here. Thank you. The peace of mind I've gotten in Atlanta helped me put a lot of things in my life in perspective that I couldn't get in New York because I was surrounded by the clutter. So when yes. I got a chance to enjoy the space and the peace of mind, it was a space and the peace of mind in my head. So when I go out there, it's for months at a time. It's for weeks at a time. It can never be days. And I just got a whole different perspective. And I was able to unpack some of the traumas and stresses in my life that was keeping me stagnant uh, uh, financially, physically, and emotionally. I was able to unpack in a whole different way in Atlanta. So, so I just say thank you to ATL. With all that said... <laughs> Don't you feel like this is where you should be? I get it. I get the money situation. I get it. You got to make it make sense. But for all that it has done for you. It's done for me. Yeah, it's leaning, it's leaning towards that because a change needs to happen. Because right now, things are bad, brother. Especially in New York. Things are... things are. It's just not the same. It's, I was there. It's not the same. Late 90s, early 2000s. Like, it's, it's not the same. And even after the pandemic, it's even worse. Yeah. So you have to have a different kind of Kevlar and a different kind of tough skin that you can't take into your later years. If you want to live your life going fast paced, I'm glad my parents left because it would have aged them far beyond their years just being in the atmosphere of chaos. Yep. When they got a chance to move out and my mom moved to Atlanta, she's at a different kind of peace. So I'm going to live these years of my life like it's golden. I'm just going to live just in peace and love and and time will move a little bit slower 
Because in New York, time is it's moving yeah. and your brain is moving and it's yes. hard to focus. Yeah. Yes. So all of that. All of that. <laughs> what what area I'm, are you gonna be in when you come out here? Uh Marietta. Okay. Smyrna and Marietta. So yeah. you, you I'll, I'll be out there. Yeah, yeah, so off, away from the city, away from the craziness. Away from that, but yeah. close enough to still have fun. Yeah. But close enough to still enjoy myself. So yeah. I'll be out there spending the month of August. Like I said, my birthday is the thirteenth. We're gonna find something to do. But I'm gonna be laid up. I'm gonna be laid up, snugged up, chilling. <laughs> yes. As you should be. As I should be. As yes. you should be. Now I got no. one more question for you. Nah, I'm here. Talk to me. What you got? What you got? What you got? Self-analysis. What's one thing that you feel that you could be doing better or more of to get you to where you're going? One thing I can be doing better and more of is, that's a great question, to keep myself going. What can I be doing better and more of? I need to appreciate my soul. I need to appreciate my accomplishments. I need to appreciate my life. I need to look back and not treat my faults as a disappointment, but as an ignition to help me push forward. I'm learning to appreciate self. I'm learning to appreciate the people I can lean on. I'm learning to love uh, uh, just the art of living. Mm -hmm. And that's what helps me move forward. The thing is, everybody lives their life trying to be perfect, but the journey is everything. It's not about being perfect. It's about perfecting. You're yeah. always perfecting. You're never perfect. Definitely. So. And it's the journey. Yeah, I had. It's, it's the, the journey. journey. It's the, yes, the journey. And we're not going <laughs> to. When you reach your destination, you might as well just die. It's the it's journey. It. <laughs> it's the lead up to it. And it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. The destination. I got to get there. I got to get there. And you're like, you're there. And you're like, yeah. So yeah. I'm here. Yeah, and then you need to. But you just missed the whole journey. Yeah, the yep. whole journey yep. is the story. The story. That's the story. That's yeah. the story. All of it. So, All of it. You yeah. Know, character building, everything. Like you learn so much in the. Yes. Day. And if you miss that. You missed that. You know what I'm saying? You missed it. And all you can do is go back and, and try and reminisce. I blocked my past because I was always running towards my future. Yep. So now I'm living in the now with a sense of the future and an understanding of the past, which gives me a better now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> preach it. So. You preach it. Are you guys hearing this? I'm telling you this. I'm living that, man. Yes. So to everybody that I mentor... I tell that same situation too, that I'm, I, I've lived a life of so many things that went wrong. So I can give you at least a kind of a blueprint on to make new mistakes, not the same old mistakes. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody I talk to, take my words, not as, not as the gospel has, not as church, but take it as an understanding on how to mold your own path. Yeah. Mold your own path and, and set a set a goal, but appreciate the journey. Don't live for that goal so much that when the journey happens, all you can do is reminisce about what happened in the past. Because right now, we're living the future. Every second is the future. Yep, yep. every second. <laughs> every here's, second here's is the, thing, the future. Here's the thing, too. When people are living for that for that goal, you get there. And you you didn't appreciate the journey, and then you don't even appreciate the goal that's met because now you're thinking about the next thing. 
And that was my biggest problem. I was always, <laughs> listen, I was, I got to every goal I wanted to hit and every goal I wanted to hit, I sat in it for 36 seconds. And I'm thinking about that goal over there. And my pops had to teach me like, yo, dude, two years ago, you was trying to be here, sit in this moment. And now I'm realizing it's like, dude, enjoy the journey. I'm just being, yeah. I'm just being. And the thing is, honestly, a man after a certain time, we act like we want to be around a bunch of women and we want to have these frivolous and trivial things. When you find that one person, you snug up with them and they appreciate you and they understand you and they're for you, it's so much better. It's just so much better. Find you that one person in a, in a, in a, in a bed full of weeds, find that one flower. Yep. It's hard. It's Key, hard. We're surrounded by keyword. weeds. Keyword though, <laughs> a man. Mm-hmm. A man. Well, there's a, I tell anybody I'm mentoring now, there's a difference between males and men. Yes, exactly. <laughs> anybody with the parts can be a male, but a man? <laughs> uh, man, uh, man just peace, wants peace of mind. That's all I want. That's all I want. And everything that comes with it. Absolutely, brother. Well, yo, I appreciate you coming on here, man. I appreciate the talk. I appreciate the love and the light. We're going to ride Thank you. out with your video. <laughs> Or finished. We're gonna ride it ah! like that. We're gonna take it back. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the one I think you doing your thing on the tour and all that. Yeah. Let them know what it was. You know what I'm saying? And we showed them what it is. We let them know what it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for giving artists and people a platform to express themselves. Your your blessings will always be solidified for helping people out and giving blessings back. Thank Shout you. out to everybody that's a part of my journey, that everybody that will be a part of my journey. You can find me at www.amonraofficial.com, Instagram and Twitter at bam 2 and I'll see you there. Love what you do and do what you love. Absolutely. All of the links are down below in the description so you can't miss it. Y'all make sure y'all check them out and support him. Good brother, doing great things. So much more to come. Man, I'll be praying for you, brother. I'll stay connected. Definitely Thank you so much. I'm going to hit you in the next few days. I'm telling you, ATL, I'm going to be. I'm about to spend the whole August in ATL. All Leo right. season. Let's go. Let me know. Let me know for sure. So we're going to ride this thing on out to his video for finished. You haven't heard thank it. You, thank you, thank you. We're about to hear it. Everybody, thank y'all for tuning in and for rocking with us, man. You know where I'm at every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here kicking it with somebody cool like Amen Ra. Bam, bam, <laughs> Valentine. Let's get it, Thank you, man. Right Blessings. Let's go. Let's go. All right, I lied, y'all. I had to bring it no. back. <laughs> had to bring it back because I wanted to ask you yes. one more question. I wanted to ask you because you speak a lot about mentorship, and I didn't um, mm -hmm. ask you who – are you mentoring and what type of skills are you mentoring them about? So what happens is um, a lot of the artists that I work with development wise is uh, to get to, because I'm an artist myself, to get into the mentality of the artistry of what you're doing and connecting. Because I was doing this since I was 16 years old, living a lot of life that uh, I did indirectly and it aged me up a lot more than I am. So I was always 10 years ahead of myself or 20 years ahead of myself that my father was doing the same thing in his community because he's an elder in the, the conscious community. So uh, I mentor a lot of the artists I work with, f family and friends. A lot of times I was the youngest. I'm actually mentoring people older than myself <laughs> and life goals and just different aspirations on how to navigate through the BS. Because I've been through so much so young, I had a little bit more knowledge than I wanted to have. So um, a lot of people that 
friends and family and artists that I mentor is just on how to navigate the things and answer the questions that nobody else knows how to answer. So from, from, from in the doing, because I've been through so much, I can give so much. It's no different than the OGs in the hood that are telling the kids not to be in the hood because you, they, you, I can't really listen to somebody that hasn't been through it. So somebody that's been through war, I don't listen to about anything else but war. So you can't teach these kids anything unless you've been through it. Uh, what are your references? What are your goals? Oh, well, everything that you're trying to aspire to be, I've done. This is what I've done right, and this is what I've done wrong, so you don't make the same old mistakes. You right. make new ones. Right. And like I said, you'd be surprised when some people just want to vent and let off, and they want answers that they think they know, but they really don't. So what you do is you give them a, a, critique, a nice critique, uh, a side eye, a side ear that you can give them something on a different perspective that you can help them with. And they gravitate towards you sometimes on an everyday basis. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> there's people with me and people around me that are like, okay, you're on the phone for an hour. Uh, they got it. Right. <laughs> it's like, so it's, but I don't mind. I, you know, those who have more and more is expected. Yeah. And I have no problem giving. And every blessing that I've ever had in my life is because I've always given back. So I'm never going to stop that. I'm never going to stop helping. I'm never going to stop putting people in the right direction. You'd be surprised telling somebody the right information can change their life. People come up to me so much like, yo, bam, the, the advice you gave me about this got my career started. The advice you gave me about this got this started. When you put me onto this music video, I met my wife on this music video. I forgot that. It was a moment in time for me, but it yeah. meant the world to you and changed your whole perspective on life. So yeah. you'll be surprised. Those who have more is, more is expected. And if you have more and you see people that need, don't be afraid. Information and knowledge you shouldn't be selfish with. Always yeah. pass it on. Absolutely. And that, my people mm -hmm. right there, is what God mm -hmm. looks like. Not, <laughs> I'm not saying you are God. I'm just saying yeah, you, but you are God in God's image. But I'm saying... People have this debate about, oh, Jesus is black, Jesus is that. No, that's what God looks like. When you do mm. acts like that selfishly and you're doing God's work, that's how you can show people what God really looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Brother, blessings, my brother. <laughs> Keep doing that. Thank you. Back. Yes, man. I, I had to bring you back on real quick and ask you about nah, that. Nah, I'm here. Nah, you, you got me, man. Yeah, Listen, I'm always here. Thank you. I'm yeah, always here. For, for sure. But brother, I appreciate mm -hmm. you, man. I, it's been a it's been a blessing to have you on. You know what I mean? Like blessing for you to have like, me on. Thank you. Hey, man. Thank you <laughs> so much. And we'll, uh, you know, once once the strike is over, things get back rolling for you, and things, you know what I mean? We'll bring you yes. back on so we could do a follow up. You know what I mean? How about that? Yes, I'm I'm super with it. Yeah, I'm super with it. Thank you so much for having and me. We could talk about how we got up in Atlanta. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you for everybody. Everybody that tuned in. Thank y'all for tuning in and enjoying this moment with us and this experience with us. We appreciate you. 100%. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. Good night. We are out of here. Like I said, every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here. We're kicking it. We out, y'all. Peace and love. Let's go. Peace and love.